Geeks! 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 Hello and welcome to episode 83 of Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this room. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me in person this week, Haruka Abe. Hola, como estas? Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've heard you speak Spanish before. Huh? I don't think I've heard you speak Spanish before. Oh, no. You're very good at it. Actually, in France, you might have done a little bit when I was speaking some French and then you spoke some Spanish because everyone was enjoying annoying me because I don't speak any Spanish. Um, and our third person. <laughs> I was trying to think of something good, but I couldn't. Uh, the Honorable Tanner Rishida. Guten Tag. Returning. Oh, German. Ooh. Very nice. Uh, returning. No, it should be good in Arbor. It, it's oh, yeah. Well, yeah. not daytime. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. Nacht. Yeah. Uh, returning from the Japans. Mm-hmm. Japans. I've heard of this country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, came back last night. No, yes, last night. So still yeah. freshly jet lagged. Freshly jet lagged mm. without coffee. That's how we like you. Oh my God. Um, how you doing, man? It's been a while. It has been, been a while. It's been like four, five months. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 I was kind of trying to run away from Al White and then. Uh, uh caught up with me amen yeah, yeah. reel you back in amen really back in how's it been how have you how was your trip back to the uk uh, you joined the lovely balmy weather here well i was supposed to be back a few weeks before then uh things started happening in japan so i was sort of stuck trying to sort things out right yeah right like combative things like um uh, career and also trying to set up better foundation for the uh, tesla japan Ooh. Ooh. like literal <laughs> foundations you've been making houses. yes exactly yeah cool yeah. good um, with my I'm, bare hands we need a house we've, we've chosen to record this podcast at the exact time when they're doing the bottle banks yeah, <laughs> nice. good background yeah mm. atmosphere noise um this is it, guys. It is the 23rd of October, which means our podcast, Sandwich Halloween. Um, is that accurate? No, that's not accurate at all. Uh, <laughs> it means we have one the day before Halloween and one now. But there's so much Halloween stuff in the world. I thought mm-hmm. we're actually going to cover Halloween a little bit for two weeks in a row. So we're going to do the regular format. We'll still have some news, but it's going to be very, very pared down. We will still have releases in box office at the end. Uh, but we're going to be discussing mostly horror in cinema. Um, mm, that's gonna, not Halloween at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about some of our favorite horror movies. And I know, Tamara, you're not a big horror fan necessarily. Um, so I kind of mm-hmm. like having someone like that around the table for this discussion. Good. Uh, we're also going to talk about... Uh, I've picked out films that you can watch in the UK or in the US. I've bothered to go to both um, regions to see what's on the Netflix right now this Halloween to pick out my personal picks. Of How do you watch. do that? I like through legal means okay i see i fly, I fly from country legit. to country <laughs> yeah. to make sure uh and i'm taking those boxes and what else we got we got we're talking about horror in 2017 because there's been a lot of horror this year mm. uh, me and haruka just saw a new one this week actually that mm. we're going to be able to talk about um and all that fun and then next week we're going to be covering more games um and that'll be with probably with the la crew to talk about games and horror cool. um of i discovered actually sorry um Netflix in Japan, they have very good selections. Do you really? It's kind of like mixture of US and UK and mm. better. Do you guys, um, I mean, what's the demographic of international films as opposed to domestic and stuff like that? Uh, they prefer domestic, especially in the last 10 years. Okay. And but, no, sub- no subtitles, and I'm guessing. 
No, but they, they, they um, I think Hulu is much more popular mm. in Japan. Really? And that's yeah. why Netflix is trying to sort of catch up with it. So okay. Doing well. Interesting. Mm. I'll have to fly there to yes. check out the <laughs> <Netflix laughs> as well. Uh, I go by a little airplane called VPN. <laughs> Thank you for flying with VPN. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so Haruka, yes, what have you been up to the last week? What's been going on in your life recently? Any any f- movies that you've seen? Any thing you've done? Um, nothing too interesting. I've been working quite a lot the past week. Um, oh, I've been binge watching um, Mind Hunter on yeah. Netflix. Oh yeah, you enjoying it? I'm not too sure about it. Oh, but I'm okay. giving it a benefit of doubt. I've, okay. I've watched like five episodes now. Okay, you're um, further than me. Yes. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I love David Fincher, but mm-hmm. I didn't like Zodiac. Well, you like Zodiac, and I'm getting is. a very Zodiac vibe from it. So, hmm, Well, yeah, a lot of people saying this is like, this is Zodiac, the TV show. Oh, yeah. Which I disagree with. Like, okay. I, yeah, I do love Zodiac. And it, it, people tend to either just, like, the people who love that film really love it. Like, mm-hmm, they think it's mm-hmm. phenomenal. And to be clear, it's the director's cut that I really love. But um, I still think the original cut's great. Um but Zodiac is really very adult, like very, mm-hmm. very adult. And for better or for worse, you know, uh, it's very dry for the most yeah, part. Yeah, it's very mature. Yeah, and it is all just people talking and it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah. um, and they're very careful just to hear the facts and we don't really want to like paint things too much one way or another. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to manipulate you too much, so respect for that. Um, Mindhunter... I, I, I don't think the writing's anywhere near as good, actually, in my mm, Like, okay. I love what they're trying to do. I'm only two episodes in, though, so I've got, like, a long way to go. But I love what they're trying to do, and I like this discussion of what creates a monster in that period in time. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it before, but that's a fascinating period in time of reevaluating mm. why people do the crimes that they do. And I think for today's modern audience, and I don't think people are really letting its messages slide into other areas, but I feel it's very appropriate for right now. Mm-hmm. Of not just what the monsters do, which is what everyone's talking about in public, whether it's the Me Too thing, whether it's stuff to do with Trump, whether it's whatever, mm-hmm. but why did it get to that point? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why I like Mind Hunter. It's more the social responsibility of how do we create a society where these monsters are less encouraged yeah. and more mm-hmm. you know, understood. There was recently an article in Japan about this tr- trouble we have in Japan, which is like uh, during the uh, commuting t- times in a train that. Uh, uh, a lot of touching and groping of like young girls right. mm-hmm. and it's easy to think that it's been done for the sexual reasons but they're discovering recently that it's not it's more about like hunting kind of stuff so like mm-hmm. you have collected it's more like collectors mentality yeah and more of a like conquerors Mm, mentality mm. and it's not really sexual the physical enjoyment is very yeah. minimal it's actually just the fact that you're doing something exactly which yeah. is fascinating yeah no completely yeah the end result's obviously the same but i feel you can't treat the end result until yeah. you understand where it's coming from um yeah i think have you watched any mind hunter yet Tamara? no i saw the trailer and it, it, it's on my list definitely it's definitely watch. what i would like i mean i don't know Erica, would you say the first episode is a good indicator for the rest or does it change? yeah i mean the pacing is still yeah I, i'd say yeah okay uh. um yeah and the dialogue the way dialogue's written and stuff the style's already established in the first episode mm-hmm. i think there's some great characters. I like his girlfriend in it a lot. She's an really, I don't character. like her. At you don't all. like her. I don't well, like her. I like their dynamic a lot. I think it's very mm-hmm. interesting. I have to watch now. 
Yeah. <laughs> and give the verdict. It's definitely worth watching as the first episode, and you'll know yeah. pretty quickly if it's for mm. you or not. Yeah, I would say. Um, and it's the first episode is directed by Fincher, isn't it? The first two and the last two. Right. Season four mm. of the ten episodes, right. or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, which is surprising. For normally a director will do like one mm-hmm. and then leave it. Um, anything else? You're looking forward to? Actually, we'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. That's, not, that's, <laughs> that's coming. Uh, we went to see Happy Death Day together, though. We did, indeed. How do you feel about that little movie? Um, I enjoyed it. It was, uh, you know, a feel-good horror comedy, sort of. Didn't have any, like, depth or anything, but um, it was entertaining enough for... Uh, you know, it's one of those films, if you went on a, a Halloween date night, then it's, like, perfectly enjoyable. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's very fluffy. Very fluffy. Um yeah, I was expecting to like it a lot more just because it's a slasher film with some money and I like the Groundhog Day premise of it. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, I've been thinking about it quite a bit since we saw it because I came out a bit underwhelmed, I think. Um, but it was like you're saying, I, the, the weirdness with me was just literally that lead character. It's like, I don't like her at all. Yeah, she wasn't likable. And then she's all right by the end, but you spent most of the movie not liking her. And the romance isn't that well written. No. So it's kind of like the romance is all right. Mm-hmm. The horror is all right. I would say it's definitely stronger when it's trying to do slasher stuff. I feel the Groundhog Day stuff, Groundhog Day did much better. Other films mm. have done better. Um, but it's just, it's a hard ask. Because we're, we're saying like, you watch Groundhog Day and you have someone who, he's a dick, but he's a really uh, charismatic, enjoyable dick. And it's partly because mm. you know Bill Murray already, so you already mm. like him. But it's also because me- older men can be cantankerous and we find that uh, we, that can be appealing. And we're kind of trying to think of of women in films that can be basically dicks but are still enjoyable to watch and we kind of fell down correct me if i'm wrong but i think we both fell down on the thing of okay when it's a younger guy if he was like a jock guy being mm-hmm. a dick we probably wouldn't like him yeah just like in this she's kind of like a uh, sorority girl mm-hmm. so it's hard to like her but there are older women actors who can be dicks and yep. you'll still enjoy mm. just yeah. not as much as men and that's more yeah. of a societal thing that we could really go into the rabbit hole of why that is, but mm. I think mm. there's many reasons for why that's more acceptable. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's for me, I think is a problem then with this movie. So mm. you've got one well, this young sorority girl, I already don't like where she's coming from. She's mm-hmm. meant to be horrible. Yeah. Whereas Bill Murray's character is like, well, he's a, he's a <laughs> dick, but he was a lovable dick. It's Bill Murray. Yeah, exactly. Um, but mm. yeah, it was enjoyable. Mm. Talking of like, Mean Girls, I've been watching The Good Place on Netflix. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Is that good? It, uh, it's, it's only like 20 minutes, which is good. Okay. You know, so you just watch it just before you go to bed or something. And uh, it's enjoyable enough. Yeah. It's happy. It's light. Is it funny? Yeah, it can be funny. <laughs> <laughs> can be. Yeah. Yeah, I heard some people went crazy for this. Yeah. Some people really, I like really it. love it. Oh, yeah? Mm. Um, is it... Is... Hang on. What's his name? Yeah, it's Ted Danson, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I really love Ted Danson. I think he's. I think he yeah. can be very funny. Yeah. He did a show called Bored to Death, probably ten years ago now. But he was. He's incredibly funny in that show. Um, just too many TV shows. If yeah, that was I know. Minutes, I'll check that out for sure. Cause that's short. Yeah. Even just by looking at Netflix, like there's like now New Scorpion, which I've just started watching today. Design- designated Survivors season two's right. out. 
which I didn't know because I wasn't in the country. I came back and I said, oh, it's out now. So I need uh, to watch you, you that. You weren't flying from country to country. Yeah. Then I'm liking Star Trek, the Discovery. Oh, yeah? yeah, you're saying yeah. you're like a Star Trek. You're I not like a Star it. Trek fan, are you? No, I'm not. No. Mm. Okay. I've only watched like a few episodes of like Patrick Stewart kind of Star Trek. But this one I really like. Like mm. I, I, I loved the first episode. The second one was good. The, the third one I was like, oh, okay. But then... It kind of got into that sort of loop of good stuff. Yeah, cool. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've never been a Star Trek fan, but I will. How how long are these? Are these like? Um, how it long? comes every week, and uh, one episode is about like forty minutes, I think. Right, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll maybe check out. I mean, I'll start watching an episode and see yeah. if it grabs me. But. There are six episodes out right now. Cool. I think this is my problem. I'm always the opposite of most people. I'm not actively trying to get into a TV show. I'm actively trying to not get into yeah. a TV yeah, show. I know what you mean. Because yeah. it's too much of a, yeah. of a relationship to get into. Uh, yeah, my Netflix watch list is getting longer and longer yeah. and longer. It's, it's hard. I've Life never hard. used the watch list thing on Netflix. It's really, really? I really should. Really? I've never done it. I like it because sometimes you just want to watch something, but like you know that you're not in the mood of watching this, but you want to watch it at some mm. point, so you just put it on my list. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I completely. I should do that. Yeah. Um, but they do... How often do they swap over now? Is it once a month or is it... I don't know. When they do the refreshes and they... Do chucks, they? Yeah, they chuck stuff out and bring oh, new stuff they? in. Yeah, that's the whole point of Netflix. It's on a rotation. They t- stuff leaves. I don't think they do much in. of that. They do it quite often. There's really? like, yeah, lots of sites cover oh. it. Like, this is a new stuff on Netflix. Like they've got a lot of stuff going up over. Like they tended to, they used to have a big dumping ground of stuff. Now it tends to be a bit more of a trickle. But you definitely still spurts. But stuff leaves mm. for the new stuff to come on. They should put like a list of stuff that's leaving in like a week or something. Yeah, they mm. do. Yeah. There are there are sites you can go to. Um, yeah. Some podcasts. I listen to podcasts cool. where they report on it. So it'll be these are the things that are off this week, and these are the things that are back. Like they're coming on. Mm. Um, like if you're on the UK, it's Netflix. You can't watch Frasier anymore or Friends and stuff. Yeah. That's all gone. Hmm. But, but if you bother to fly to America, yeah. <laughs> then you can. Uh, it's just so much you care, really. Um, I've also I was playing some more Cuphead. That's an ongoing thing with me. I talked about it a lot last week, so I don't talk with that much more about it. Other than oh my god, the curve of that game. Because I was sort of I was doing a boss a day, and it was you, <laughs> boss you, a day. Yeah, it was attrition. <laughs> you got through it. Now, yeah, we're just like, Tamara, you turned up when I was in the middle of one yesterday. Yeah. yeah I've spent five days on that He's boss. very vocal when he's playing that game. I've been living on my <laughs> own playing so I've been able to be as vocal as I want. It's so frustrating. I can't even tell you. You have to try and play it. It's crazy. I love it, but oh, I'm about to get into World 3 still, and it's so frustrating doing this last boss mm. before I get into World 3. Um, the new games that I tried, I tried some Elex, which came out last week. Really janky game couldn't even get past the first hour of it um, don't recommend it it's got great ambitions it's from the people who make gothic and uh what's that other film game uh risen i think um very similar it's very janky don't like it but very big ambitious open world where you can do what you want in it and then the big game last week was south park um the fractured but whole um which is exactly what you'd expect it's like the last game it's literally an entire season of south park written and very just belovedly created looks phenomenal it's literally like you're playing the show what was the screen capture you sent us oh man that's a difficulty saying when you start it and you have a slider and as the oh yeah if you slide it to really hard your character gets darker 
Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Yeah, they have no very South Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll <laughs> go anywhere in this. My only problem is they start this because I I like those kind of jokes because like they're really just pushing the boundaries still. Yeah. But it's when you start the game and you're on the toilet taking a poop and you have to like rotate your thumbsticks to do the right poop motion. Oh. Like, I, I don't like toilet humor that much. So that's, <laughs> that kind of put me off. Um, but yeah, it's funny. It's very it's quite easy. Um, but it's got a good RPG mechanics in it. It's it's great game. Uh, not. As surprising as the first one, because the first one really took us by surprise. Oh my god, this is a great game. Mm. Kind of like Shadow of uh, Mordor and then Shadow of War has recently. It's like the first one was a sleeper hit. Um, I'm going to very quickly run through three tiny bits of news, because I didn't want to do news this week, because I wanted to spend our time talking about horror and spooky things. Um, but a few things did happen that should be mentioned. If you can just keep it in that throughout the whole podcast <laughs> keep it going um the xbox dashboard was updated again um it's better it runs much smoother it's much um faster um but they just keep reshuffling stuff i just i like i mean it's arguably the best but every time you just get used to it they update it again and everything changes just a little bit mm. and it drives me crazy because you gotta refine everything and get back that muscle memory mm. of where things are uh but it's definitely the fastest it's been can you not great. choose not to update not really oh. mm. not really mm. um it's kind of like phones you know you have to it just starts falling apart if you don't <laughs> but you can now put your put your boxes wherever you want in there so you can kind of pin stuff to your front page and put it wherever you want mm. um, which is nice so you can really customize your desktop um the new star wars film which has now just been finished by ron howard the han solo movie has indeed got its name and it is Anyone guess? Surely you guys heard this, didn't you? No. Solo. Ooh. Star Wars Solo. Um, you know, because yeah. it's a solo Star Wars. Yeah, I like the layers. Yeah. Solo. It's yeah. very smart. That's yeah. kind of uh, low, though, no? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> apparently, people really want. Apparently, people are really pissed off about this, but apparently, people were suggesting this before yeah. <laughs> until Ron Howard took over from Phil Lord and what's his name? Kind of um, sounds like J Lo and, you know, J Lo and. <laughs> YOLO YOLO and yeah. You know, Oh yeah I mean Polo it's nice and short For the hashtags Like solo Yeah Easy um, I mean it has no bearing On the film So who gets less way <laughs> Yeah <laughs> See But yeah I'm still I mean Ron Howard's not My favourite choice For taking over The directing duties on that And he's probably Reshot a lot of it So mm-hmm. it's Okay so Sorry What what was that title again? Huh? Solo <laughs> I hate you so much <laughs> Um <laughs> Yeah, so I'm concerned still about getting a new director in, but we'll see how that film turns out. Uh, the big news this week was really uh, in video games, and it was Visceral Games was shuttered at EA. Um, this was right, well, just after we did the last po- po- podcast, so everyone's already talked about it to death. Uh, but this was a big news because Visceral, a huge, huge company who've done fantastic games. They did Dante's Inferno originally. Uh, they did the Dead Space games, and they were working on a huge Star Wars game. Um, and this was run by Amy Hennig. And Amy mm-hmm. Hennig is an incredibly talented writer who wrote the Uncharted games, uh, but left during Uncharted 4 to do this. And EA just suddenly shuttered the company. And this has been going for three to four years, this game has been in development. Oh. Uh, lots of talented people. We'd only seen basically like the length of a meme. Like it had been a really mm-hmm. short little clip of it, but it looked beautiful. Um, and people are very very upset quite rightly they're trying to like push 
so to be clear they've shuttered visceral games for making the game but they're transposing the game over to other and dev- other internal developers to try and finish it by putting a new impetus basically on it being more appropriate for modern video games and modern video games are things like Overwatch and uh, Player Battlegrounds Unknown and games where it's lots of people playing together mm-hmm. um, and this is what got people upset is their quote was for, for why they are changing the game and getting rid of the current development team is this in its current form it was shaping up to be a story-based linear adventure game throughout the development process we've been testing the game concept with players listening to the feedback about what and how they want to play and closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace it's become clear that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back to and enjoy for a long time to come we need to pivot the design hmm so essentially what they're saying is we can't get microtransactions into this. We can't make enough. We don't want to make a single-player campaign, which is the game that you don't hire Amy Hennig, who's a single-player story. She's a fantastic story writer. Mm-hmm. And you don't let them develop it for three to four years to mm-hmm. then back out at the last fucking second. What happened? Um, and a sentence like, the reason they don't want to make this is in its current form, it was shaping up to be a story-based linear adventure game. And they're saying that like it's a bad thing. Sounds mm. fucking great. <laughs> and people were so excited to have a story-based linear adventure Star Wars game. Isn't because it, everything yeah, we have is online. It's got to be something that's with Disney and, uh, you know, how they want to have the rights for the plot. It, and, you it know. could be. Honestly, it's just all people want is, is games as a service nowadays, which means you yeah. keep coming back to it. There's multiple ways to get money um, mm-hmm. for the developers. And you're not going to go away. So single-player campaign games, they just don't make as much money because you're in and out in mm-hmm. 10 hours, you know? Mm. Um, but they already have, like, Battlefront. They already have this yeah, big yeah, Star, yeah. Star Wars online game that's doing great for them. This is just really frustrating, and uh, I've died down. I was very angry about this, and then I've had to listen all week to people shouting in my ears because <laughs> people were literally shouting because they were so furious about this. Um, I've... Yeah, my anger subsided a little bit, um, but calm down. It's yeah. Otherwise, it would be really. Fur- I was furious a week ago, um, but it's just more infuriating that that they think that that's an acceptable. Even if that's what you think, at least make up something. Mm. At least be like, oh, it wasn't really up to standard, or we had this problem with it, or whatever. But to do that, to just say, oh, it was too much of a story-based linear adventure game. It's like, well, yeah, that's what you said you were making yeah. for years. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, it was too much like what you told us you mm-hmm. wanted to deliver upon. <laughs> fucking ridiculous um but anyway that happened uh no idea what amy hennig's gonna do now uh but this is weird for her because she hasn't had a game released since uncharted 3 so it's been a long time now because mm. she's had two games one she went away from this one's now been closed um yeah so it's gonna be a while since she's had a game out that those are the main bits of news uh we're going to get to releases and box office later on um so since it's our spooky specials First of all, I should say, what are you guys doing for Halloween this year? Anybody know? Any no. Plans? No, plans? no. I want to do something. Yeah. What do you difficult. normally do for Halloween? What's like? Uh, a, what's a good Halloween? What's a bad Halloween? I normally just go to like a party somewhere in London. Hmm. You get invited to parties? No, wow. not like not like fancy invites only party like right kind you have to pay to get in you just you crash know? at someone's mm. house no 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 like <laughs> no like those parties like hosted by event people right right, right, right okay right, right. like like an official halloween thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. there's um there's a good one at the london vaults in waterloo every uh-huh. year yeah. Um, yeah it's like a big 
you uh-huh. know, have like DJs and uh-huh. stools and stuff. You're yeah, usually very good at fancy costume. Yeah, for, your like, costumes like, are great. Lots of blood and like. I do put too much. You you do put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. I have no idea what to do this year. No idea whatsoever. So mm. if you guys have any suggestions. Hmm. Yeah. Well, so it's two days after your birthday, Tamara. Uh huh. Yes. Mm. So you'll still be recovering. Yes, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that means I think it's gonna be that weekend. That's gonna be the Halloween weekend, right? Okay. So let's get into this then. Oh, we're doing, since we're we doing not? a Halloween special. Oh, no. no, let's get into it right uh, now. Yes. Um, okay. This is a real pet peeve of me, for me. Um, so Halloween this year falls on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So people are doing Halloween, obviously, as they always do, the weekend that's mm-hmm. closest, which is the weekend before, which is your birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two pet peeves with Halloween. One, I appreciate people have jobs, so don't get me wrong. <laughs> One, that is people do their Halloween parties on the weekend and not on Halloween night. It means nothing. If you can do that if you want to, but it means nothing because it's not Halloween. Halloween's a very specific thing. It'd be like celebrating Christmas on a different day. Well, it's not Christmas. Like it's, it's a very specific thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, bigger pet peeve, to, well, equally big pet mm-hmm. peeve for me is people, and this is more an American thing than an English thing because in England, Halloween's not as big as in America. No. no. But in America, they do this egregious thing far more often, mm-hmm. which is they don't dress up in spooky clothes. Right. Yeah. Like, that gets me yeah. so angry. Yeah. yeah. Because, and I try to explain this to them, and I had a few hot-tempered conversations with Americans mm-hmm. on my last trip there, where they were getting upset with me saying this, because, like, oh, I can't wait, because I'm going to dress up as this, or this, uh-huh. or this. And I was like, <sighs> Katie was like, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I like, no, I got to say something. And they were kind of upset with me about it. And I said, look, you do understand that literally any other day of the year, you can dress up as whatever you want to dress. You can Mm -hmm. have a party any day you want to Mm -hmm. and dress up. as Halloween is the one day where you're meant to dress up as spooky stuff. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. And they're like, oh, but we don't. Like, we don't dress up any other. I was like, do you not have just fancy dress parties? And they all looked at me weird. And I had this realization yeah, they don't. They don't. Right. Like, in don't the do UK, they do sometimes do fancy dress yeah. party, yeah, yeah. and you could tell they just want yeah. to do one house and just say, "Yeah, it's fancy dress this party." Yeah. Yeah. That's just the theme is this pirates or yeah. whatever you want yeah. it to be, or yeah. the films. Yeah. Or that's true. They don't do it as much in America. No. Mm-hmm. So, to our American listeners, <laughs> embrace <laughs> your freedom <laughs> to wear stupid clothes <laughs> any day of the year. <laughs> Throw fancy dress parties if you're having dinner party. Tell people come as mermaids, come as whatever you want to come as. On Halloween, it's sacred. Dress as something spooky. If you really mm-hmm. have no imagination and all you want is to dress in that slutty nurse outfit, <laughs> throw some fucking blood on it. You know, do something. Makes <laughs> <laughs> At least make a horror version of whatever character yeah. you were going to be as. Yeah, that's yeah. always fun. Yeah, it's easy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I was filming last week on... It was a night shoot. It, I think it was the 18th. Mm-hmm. And we were just, like, like, hanging out after lunch, you know, because we had a bit of time until we had to go back mm-hmm. on set and then this like group of kids came up to us he's like i say they're about like 10 11 and they like started trick-or-treating us <laughs> trick-or-treating us yeah like they're, they're dressed in like you know <laughs> yeah, skeleton yeah. costumes or whatever right and they came up to us and they were like manual sweets manual sweets and we're like Money, a what? we don't have anything because you know we're working and b it's not even halloween yeah. and they started making such a big fuss they started like cry or fake crying. Oh my like, they, God. they jumped Kids. on the the um, the catering van and started yeah, yeah, like yeah, ramaging yeah. through stuff. And their mums, their mums were there just like oh watching. God. And we're like, 
England. Oh God, England. There's yeah. a whole racket going on. Yeah. yeah. Save it for Halloween night. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it's also, I guess, also in the States, because it's also for kids, you cannot go that spooky. No, sure. You don't have to go that spooky, yeah. but you can still be appropriately spooky to whatever demographic you're in. Like, there's spooky <laughs> and there's, there's Scooby Doo spooky, and then there's, you know, yeah. Hellraiser yeah, spooky. Sure. And, so, in. Oh, oh. Oh, hang on. Chinese. All right, I'm going to buzz them up. Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> Um, in Japan, right? Yeah, it's a big Halloween thing now, wasn't right? a thing until a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like blowing up Like three, now. four years ago, I'd say? Yeah, I'd say like the past five years. It's yeah, been like and now it's a thing at that famous uh, uh, crossing yeah, in, in Shibuya. Shibuya. They sort of block it out. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. It's have a crazy. big party. And uh, last year, there was a video on YouTube uh-huh. that said like, showed a lot of like costumes mm-hmm. and with people shouting we love halloween right the only thing is like them being japanese yeah they couldn't say we love halloween yeah they said we love halloween oh god <laughs> kind of sounded like okay and they just Oops. said it over and over again and they Halloween, no oh, no oh dear <laughs> well japanese people love any reason to like celebrate like Apparently Easter is a big thing now. In is Japan. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like what? like Disneyland does a big Easter parade thing. Like huh. other theme parks have. They, it's it's a massive event. What now. do they do for? They Easter? just fucking like do parties and shit. Easter, Easter party. party, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like whatsoever. bunnies. Yeah, they like huh. you know make some chocolate cake that. and all that. It's weird. Okay. Japs are weird, man. Japanese Easter then. Yeah. Back. Yay! We have Chinese food. Yay. Not allowed to eat it till we're done. All right, let's wrap up the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't need this. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what we're doing this year for Halloween. I really, I didn't get to do anything last year because we were prepping for our film, Starfish, Tamara. Oh, yeah, It was crazy. Um, I really wanted to this year. I was actually hoping to be in LA because I wanted to do the Disneyland Halloween stuff. It's so much fun. Uh-huh. But, so Fright Fest that we go to each year, or well, I go to each year, normally mm-hmm. summer. I wasn't able to go this year for the first time in like 15 years. They do a Halloween thing. In Glasgow, is it? Uh, no, they do no. a Glasgow thing, but they do a Halloween thing here in London. Oh, okay. Um, which is on the 28th, the day before your birthday. Ooh. Uh, I actually booked four tickets to it, but I don't think the seats are that great. So I might turn up to the first film and see how those seats are. Mm-hmm. They do like an all-nighter. Um, and some of the films I'm interested in seeing, some I'm not. So I might go to that first one. And yeah, if anybody... Uh, I was about to see if anybody wants to come, but I mean around the table. Not listening. <laughs> uh, you're not welcome. Um, although I might have a spare seat, so if I do, I'll tweet it out. Follow me, Mr. Al White, on Twitter, and maybe you can come to me. Um, yeah, I can go and see how that is and see if I feel like it, and if not. But again, it's not an actual Halloween. And you think Fright Fest would at least be, no, let's do it on proper mm. Halloween. Yeah. Um, Weezer's so f- doing a concert on the 20, on on Saturday. Where, where, where? Uh... Um, where, where, where? Wembley, 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 Wembley. 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 Oh my God, I haven't seen Weezer in ages. Last time I saw Weezer, they were on a small stage actually in London, like somewhere really small. It's mm. weird that they're still getting bigger somehow. Yeah, maybe that's uh, that's why it's so spooky. That is spooky. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, tell us what you're doing for Halloween. Send us a tweet. Yeah, tell us. Uh, we are Geek Show. Show us your costume. Yeah, like, sure take a photo of your costume. Competition. And make sure that it's spooky so that Mr. Alwright won't get please and or and come to your house and stab you yep um all right so let's talk about 
some of our favorite horror films um and if there's any memories that we have with those tamro you're not mm-hmm. a big horror fan mm-hmm. so i'm kind of keen to start with you is there anything you've actually liked that you really like that was a great horror film or one that was just too spooky for you that you know oh, it was actually gosh. too good because it was too um too scary any of the japanese ones i really avoid it because it's a psychological horror that i don't psychological horror that i don't like okay especially having grown up in japan things you see are very familiar to you like the town the house Mm. the corridor the toilet you know it's very familiar Mm. therefore it's so easy for you to imagine it could be like this or it could be like and so do you feel that's, that's always very scary. Do you feel if you were born then in the West, then you'd be more spooked of West and like things? Probably, yeah. Okay. But also, like, Japanese horrors tend to be more sort of subtle and, you know, mm-hmm. they, they make it so close to the reality. Whereas the Western horrors, they tend to be a bit more fantastical. Well, okay, can you clarify? Because you're both Japanese uh, mm-hmm. for our audience who aren't seeing in the room. Can you clarify some things to me then? Um, I okay. So we had oh, in in the West. Mm-hmm. It was about ninety nine when Ringu came over, and people got all excited. Battle Royale and Ringu came over around about the same time. People suddenly realized, oh my god, there's spooky things happening in Asia. Mm-hmm. The internet was starting where you could import things for the first mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. and it allowed those doors to open up to films mm-hmm. from different parts of the world. And everyone got really excited about Asian horror for a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Grudge movies obviously did very well. That director made the same film what six mm-hmm. times or something. Um, and and then it kind of like there was so many there was an influx of spooky long haired ghost ladies from Japan mm-hmm. that people then got bored of it very very quickly mm-hmm. so it went huge and then sort of died out um, I you know watch a lot of Japanese films and I try and do my research and I'm a big horror fan so I look into a lot of stuff and I appreciate there is certainly very weird schlock horror in Japan which is all just like weird violence and gonzo stuff and it's it's mm. way over mm. the top you know okay. ridiculous premises um and i've certainly watched very subtle creepy ones as well and great some great police thriller ones as well mm-hmm. but do you feel uh that there's a good variety of horror in japan because i will say for the most part for sure it seems like it's creepy ghost films well i noticed that like for me personally, I don't find um, like exorcism films scary at all, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of that in the West because all these like satanic, yeah. you know, possession films, Christian yeah. films, basically, yeah, because yeah. they're yeah. like rooted in Christian culture, whereas mm-hmm. in Japan it's more about like ghosts and spirits, you know, spirits, yeah, which yeah. is probably rooted in like mm-hmm. Buddhism and Shintoism mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. that cultural stuff. And yeah, I think you're right about you know like. Yeah, we don't have any Christianity-related horror movies. Yeah. Not well, that I know of. And you don't Japan. really have slashes. You don't have, like... There's a whole... There's a uh, lot yes, of slashes we do. But that's no, more like a detective really film rather than... Uh, yeah, you don't have proper slashes. Trust me. I've done my research. <laughs> okay. You really don't. There was, like, one that you guys had. Uh, one and a half, I would say. Cause, um, and you haven't really, like, embraced found footage. Like, all there's a lot of genres mm. of horror, which you've done, for sure, like, one or two films. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Mm. But you don't embrace as a genre. Um, and I'm just wondering if there's like a genre that I've really missed out on in Japan that you guys do because predominantly for sure it seems from an outsider's point of view it's mostly yeah, ghosts maybe I mean there's lots of um, like mythology like horror related mythology that probably doesn't really get translated very well like you know like school like there's lots of like um, 
urban legend horror, right. okay. um, which sometimes That's get adopted true. into films. Yeah, yeah. We don't really get them over here. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. like yokai related stuff. Things you cannot translate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that does exist. Okay. Yeah. And there are quite a lot of ones, as you one point about, like the suicide packs and stuff like that, mm. and like mm-hmm. weird, uh, more practical, real mm-hmm. things, or, mm. you know, like based in, yeah, more in real life. Yeah. There, are, there are slasher films, actually, but not like mm-hmm. mass murderers. Like, they tend to be like Black House. Have you seen that one? Black House? I think it's called Black House. It's called Black House in Japan. Oh, Black House. Um, and stuff, which is, it's basically like Japanese misery, sort of. Right. Um, but what's the definition of slasher? I mean, this is, that's a very, very deep question. But when I talk about slasher films, I mean, you're talking, you know, Friday the 13th, yeah. Texas, yeah, you're talking masked killers who tend to t- oh, be supernatural okay. at some point. Uh, stalking teens is the demographic. Right, okay. Like, so, yeah, that's no. Um, that's, that's no then. Um, but I'm not calling them out for not having slasher films. I'm just, I'm just trying to say, like, from an outsider perspective, we tend to, like, just lump. Japanese horror films into mm-hmm. spooky ghost stories um, and I've definitely seen lots of other ones but that does seem to be the predominant factor it's like English mm-hmm. horror films tend to definitely be a certain type of thing we actually do different genres but they tend we tend to like to make horror comedies in England mm-hmm. most of the time um, we don't do that many mm-hmm. serious horror films here not enough anyway I think mm-hmm. it's also it's very deeply like in order to feel scared, you, it needs to be somehow close to your lifestyle or your culture. Mm. So, for example, slasher movies are difficult in Japan because mm-hmm. uh, we don't have many houses. It's more apartments in the urban um, towns. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it comes to a house, it's often the traditional houses don't have locks. Yeah, uh, more open. Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah, can It's very yeah. difficult to find a house in a forest on its own. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That doesn't feel Japanese. No, completely. Yeah. Um yeah, and like I say, even your like torture porn stuff, it was definitely more gonzo torture porn than like or sophisticated Itchy the mm. Killer was one of the nastiest films mm. I ever saw at that mm. point. But it's not it's very different from how America does torture porn. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, interesting. So, what were we asking? Yeah, some of our favorite horror films. Yeah, favorite horror movies ever. Um, I like Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh, mm. good choice. Good choice. Because it's not like horror horror. Um, I would say it's pretty full on. Well, it is, but mm-hmm. yeah, it is. I don't know. I did like scary movie from time to time. Yeah, yeah. When I was younger, <laughs> yeah. Bless you. Oh. Uh, we can keep passing around the table. Haruka, give me some of your favorites. Uh, you're you're, I made you're a, a bit of a horror fan. I am. Well, I know that my top three favorites are, you know, undisputable. I have a top three, well, a top four favorites. I'm interested how close yours are. Okay, hang on. Let me... If we have anything in common with our top <laughs> three or four um, horror films i think i think we talked about this before i'm sure i think so i okay. think i think the top four for a lot of people are quite similar mm. but then after that it can change a lot yeah i've got like 11 on my list okay let's do okay. it so from top to bottom mm-hmm. orphanage yes my top top favorite that's in my top three tale of two sisters no that's not but mm. yeah <laughs> i talked about you the other day actually on a podcast yeah? About that film. Oh. yeah let the right one in I mean, mm. technically, it's not really horror. It's more like drama. It's but horror. It's, it's horror, yeah. yeah. Uh, Battle Royale. See, Battle Royale's with me. I don't consider it horror, but it is. 
I mean, if you think about the genre, if you have to categorize it. Yeah, yeah. It's it like action be anything horror. Else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I tend to have this weird rule with, ho- yeah. with horror films, which you're right, that is horror, where if it can be called horror as long as they're just two genres, you know, if mm-hmm, there are three mm-hmm. genres and horror is one of them, then it's not a horror film. Right. That tends to be my rule. So mm-hmm. like Alien is a science fiction horror. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yes, but Aliens is a science fiction action horror. So it's like, no, right. it's not a horror film. Hmm. That's my rule that I had to come up with. When uh, I was interesting. Uh, I see. Um, yes. Sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, Train to Busan, which I really liked, which yes. we all watched together. Yes. Was that, that was is a, that really is that high up in your? It's, oh, I, hang, hang on. Um, like after the fourth one, it's kind of like all over okay, the place. Okay, bit of a mix. So yeah, um, but it is definitely one of my favorite horror films. Oh wow! Because I thought it, was, yeah, it has it was a cool, good. you know, good balance of yeah. horror and horror and humor. comedy and yeah. uh, politics and yeah, humor and you know human yeah. connection. Blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the others I really liked. I remember as a teenager. Oh, the Nicole Kidman one. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good. It was a good. No, film. no, no. Lots of people like them. Uh, Six Sense. Mm, it's great. Yes. Is, yeah. I, I rewatched that. it. You know, yeah. like quite recently. Yeah, it's it was really still good. Uh-huh. good. It is really good. Uh, the tense gets still great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what about Seven? Oh. oh, so you see, that's the deepest question of all. <laughs> people are always... Because she's a six, I was like, oh, seven. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing, because people always... Can, does seven count as a horror film? Yeah. And Science of the Lamps, that's the other one. Yeah, yeah. Can you count those two as horror films? Yeah. That's uh, a conversation that goes on for a long time with no way out. Okay, yeah. let's not go into that then. Yeah, carry on, Haruka. <laughs> I would argue that yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, for, I would too. Particularly yeah. for yeah. seven. Yeah. Seven, I think... Is again, it falls into that bracket for me. Of it's a it's a horror thriller, is what it is. Um, where Science of the Lambs is definitely a drama as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think Seven's as much of a drama. It's definitely a thriller all the time, and then at times it's a horror film. Where mm. Science of the Lambs is a drama, mm. at times a thriller, and at times a horror. Particularly just for the ending in Science of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So for me, it falls into that thing. But Seven is, I mean, yeah, I remember the first time I watched it. It was horrific. For sure. Like, mm. there's a lot of things that terrified me mm. the first time I watched Seven. Yeah. Mm. So. That's a good film. So, yeah, if, we, if we're adding that, which is my favorite film of all yeah. time, then Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to add that as well, then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tale of Two Sisters is one you really love, isn't it? Do you like... I do like it. ...his other films as much, or...? Um, I do, but I think Tale of Two Sisters is my favorite, because his other films aren't as... They're not really horror, horror. No, they're not at all. They're like... I'm just kind of opposite from you because I, really, I love his other films and Tell mm-hmm. Two Sisters I like a lot. Um, but I prefer, yeah, his other movies. Mm-hmm. Like I Saw the Devil, I prefer. Um, yeah, yeah. And I really, really love The Good, The Bad and The Weird. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Oh man, he's now directing Jinro, which is one of my favorite animes of all time. Oh yeah. Wow, oh, that's interesting. exciting. Um, What's on your list? Tom? My list, my very favorite's and this is the problem because I made this list a while ago and I just had to do it from my scores because when I rewatch stuff, I score it. So then I just thought, well, I just put them in the order of the scores. Is that? <laughs> and if they've got the same score, then you have to think about it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weird then when you look at it because like, oh, I wouldn't think that necessarily. But Jaws is definitely in my top huh. uh, hmm. ones. Uh, I think it's cause, uh, because it's a horror film for sure. And yes. I think it's a near perfect film. Like I really do. Yeah. I think Jaws is mm. a phenomenal film. I don't, it's not for me a horror film. <laughs> Yeah, but it is a horror film. If you know what yeah, I mean. So if I'm going to a horror film, I don't watch Jaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so I think that's why I find it weird being on there because it's not yeah. like a hardcore yeah. horror film. Uh, the Blair Witch Project is on there for me. Um, 
Yeah, of because course. of yeah, because I saw it when we thought it was real, and it was a traumatic experience. <laughs> that I'll never How old were you? Nineteen, I think. Ninety-nine. Oh. Because yeah, we were just talking about it on a Star Wars podcast. Oh. Um, yeah, I was nineteen. Wow. That must have been fun watching it, thinking it's real. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think I've told the story once before, but I'll briefly tell. I was in America and they had posters up for it and CDs out, but it was still independent at that point and it was showing in 11 screens, I think, across America. And we happened, me and my girlfriend at the time, happened to be near one and she was really into horror. She used to watch Jaws every night to go to sleep, <laughs> literally every night. Um, huh. And so yes, I've seen that film a lot. Um, <laughs> and we were like, yeah, let's go and see this Blair Witch thing. But from the CD, it even had an RIP. And then they were using the clothes that they wore in the film as like, what's the word? Um, oh, when it's for someone who's died. Um, but anyway, they were displaying them in the cinema and they would move it to another cinema and to another cinema. Mm. And it happened to be in the one we were in when we went in. So you had the clothes, you had RIP on the CD. It was 100% telling you this is real and oh these people died. God. So to watch it that way, you're thinking like it can't be but it's easy now to think that yeah, but at the yeah, time yeah. cinema didn't lie to you marketing didn't lie to you mm. yeah. or it hadn't since the 70s okay um, so we really did think uh, the woman in front of us had to be taken away um, she was put in an ambulance to take <laughs> oh, away wow. I bit through my thumb it was like bleeding but, oh, yeah. wow. um, and you just you're waiting for the end credits so please say fictional at some point in the credits and as soon as it did everyone was like oh, I just got up and left the <laughs> cinema um, so that was just oh, an experience wow. you know, that I'll never be able to replicate because we're yeah. too cynical now. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. with the internet and everything, I don't yeah. think it'll yeah. ever it's not work, work the same way. Uh, the Orphanage is definitely up there with for me um, and the original Halloween uh, for me is an immaculate oh, yeah. movie. Yeah. In terms of just like balls to the wall fucking what I would consider great horror films like horror, The Descent is mm. up there for me. Mm. Uh, the Evil Dead remake is up there for me. Um and then I really I like Shaun of the Dead's a great comedy mm. horror. Mm-hmm. I do love that film. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably one of the best. Yeah, I love the original Night of the Living Dead. It's what got me into making films. So I mean, I have to say that one. Um, Switchblade Romance is another one I love. High Tension, Switch <laughs> movie. Um, yeah, just so many. I mean, so many great horror films mm. in the world. Uh, what was Starfish? Starfish. Oh, that's <laughs> gonna be my favorite. Yeah, really good sure. horror film. <laughs> I'm writing a slasher film right now, and it's really interesting writing horror. Yeah. Because I feel horror is so much about editing sound and reaction. Mm-hmm. You know? So writing it is so weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Filming a horror is weird as well. It's it's just laughable. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. scary. There's no tension it. happening. Yeah. Any any of the fucking things you read when someone says, "Oh, this seems so good," because we were genuinely scared. Of- no, they weren't. No, you're not yeah, scared you on the set. It doesn't happen. No. It's There's far too many people no. around you. And Blair Witch is the only one because they legitimately were on their own and they didn't know what sounds were being done by the directors. Yeah, the directors out yeah. in the woods making stuff happen without them knowing about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But any regular set is like no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, so let's have a quick look at the films this year because it's been a big year for horror um, and I don't know how many of these we've seen but man so many okay um, I'm going to go through the list of the ones that I have seen and if you guys have seen one want to chime in or not big films this year It yes how do we have seen It yet Tamara? it wasn't out in Japan oh no. so yeah. bad. <laughs> can't relate to it and that's the thing no clowns in japan um what did you feel about it haruka well i think we we spoke about this before 
mm. like between you and I. Yes, but yeah. um, like, I I think we both come from um, the novel fan yeah. place. And I actually liked it. I, I actually enjoyed it. I was very cynical about it before um, because, you know, like the novel's so great and, you know, the Tim Curry version was okay, I guess. And I didn't really see the point in remaking it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I thought the whole, the changes they made actually worked in their favor, I thought. But then you disagree. So. No, I didn't disagree completely. I really, no, I really enjoyed it. I had a good mm. time there. I just had more of a good time with the kids, Spielberg, Goonies stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The horror stuff didn't work for me. I don't find clowns scary, so it just doesn't work mm-hmm. for me. So I can't really judge that too right. much. And I do think it's pitched for teenagers. You know, mm-hmm. I think if you're a 14, 15 year old, this film's fantastically mm-hmm. scary for you. Yeah. Uh, potentially. Um, some of the horror bits I didn't like. I don't think the house is a good idea. I think it's really stupid. The aqueduct's much better. Mm. Um, mostly I'm just upset that we don't have the adults. Like I, for mm. me, the whole point of the book is the, the um, reflection between when the adults looking back and when the kids and how they feed into each other and how their lives have changed and haven't changed and how mm. that like psychologically affects them. Um, but I still really enjoyed it. Like mm-hmm. It was a good fun film. I just want the second one and for it all to be edited in order, which yeah. they're saying they're going to do. Yeah, so. that'll be good. That'll be good to see. Yeah. It was quite tragic watching, just watching the kids because you know what's going to happen in there. Yeah. You know. No, that's true. I love that. I just love the fact that, you know, Pennywise is um, Flocky's little brother. I just love that. Flocky's in Vikings. Oh, the I don't TV know. Series. Sorry. Don't He's a great actor who's playing yeah. that. Flocky's kind of like this weird, you know, like Viking guy, right? It's like right, right. really weird. So yeah, it's like, little brother. Yeah. yeah, I did find Pennywise a bit too young and cute for me. But. Yeah. Uh, Get Out was this year. Oh, was it? Yeah, very early this year. Um, really cool film. I think. I think this is mm, really this good. Is a great film. Um, Alien Covenant was out this year. Mm. One of my least favorite movies of the year. Um, one of my least se- favorite sequels or prequels ever. To be honest. <laughs> You're percolating. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've never seen I've never seen a prequel or sequel before that actively made the other films in the series worse for me, <laughs> which is what Alien Covenant does. Um, Rings came out this year. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh. Remember, we went to cinema. Yeah, yeah we I remember. That was a bad movie. Don't know how yeah. they got a cinematic release. <laughs> it was really bad. Um, as did the um, in in England and America release the what do you call it? Sadako versus. Um, Oh, Kayako? Kayako, Kayako, yeah. Yeah, which we saw last year at Pride Fest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Very silly. (laughs) But better than rings. (laughs) Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Representing Japan, there you go. Um, (laughs) uh, It Comes at Night came out this year, which is a film I've been desperate to see for a long time. I love the trailer to it. I love the poster. A24 put it out, so you know it's going to be interesting. Um, I finally saw it about few nights ago sat down to watch it didn't like it really i mean it was all right okay it's this have you heard about this film it's the iranian film right no 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 it's an american film okay um it's just about this this is the thing it's really rote as when you essentially and it's just about this family in a future where some sort of virus has got out and they're being very protective and lock themselves away in their house in the woods and then they come across this other family and it's just the reactions between them and it's just like you've seen it all before so many times 
and they don't really do that much with it and the trailer really makes you think that something else is going to happen and it doesn't mm-hmm. there's so many things left in the air it's very well acted it's very nicely shot it's got a good mood to it but it's just like not much really happens um, and I normally like that but this was just like not much I don't know I didn't feel like it had anything to say so that was disappointing for me um, what else came out? Happy Death Day, which we talked about. Um, Jeepers Creepers 3, which I talked about on a previous podcast. Huge Jeepers Creepers fan. Did not like it. This is not a good movie. This is oh, a really no. bad tacky movie, and it's a real shame because it's the same director and everything. Um, blah, blah, blah. What else? Cult of Chucky, which we're going to be covering on our Child's Play series. So listen to that. Uh, Leatherface, which we just covered on our Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. So listen to that. <laughs> Um, 47 Meters Down came out. Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually liked this film quite a lot. Yeah, I liked it as well. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was good. It was hmm. good. I got, I got, I showed it at our Fright Fest thing in uh, LA that we oh, did, yeah. just oh, for yeah. friends. No one else really liked it. Really? Me and Katie. And I, I really just like, I think the opening 20 minutes is abysmal. But as soon as they get in the water, I think yeah. it's really cool. I mean, I really didn't like the lead actress. And Not I was anymore. like, God, this woman's so annoying. And then, like halfway through, I checked her on checked her up on IMDb and found out that she's the voice of yeah, it's um, Mandy Moore. What's yeah, yeah, yeah. What does she voice again? Uh, some like she voices. Um, um, uh, yep, that's yeah. the one. Tangled. Yeah. Tangled, yeah, 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 yeah. And I just watched Tangled, rewatched Tangled the day before I watched the uh, the, the shark film, and yeah. I was like, fuck. So am I allowed to swear on this you podcast? Can swear as much as you want. <laughs> No, you uh, fucking can't. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I did really like it. I like the down the water stuff very much. Yeah, I think it's one of the most enjoyable shark films in a long time. Uh, I much preferred it to The Shallows. That was last year. Um, down to shark films, Open Water 3, Cage Dive, which isn't actually an open water film. They just bought it up and then presented it as that. It's a found footage one with the same premise as 47 Meters Down. Okay. Um, it's actually quite fun, but not as good as 47 Meters Down. Life came out this year with Jake Gyllenhaal, the oh, space yeah. one. Uh, that's the one that... Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, our mutual yeah. friends are in. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, great actors in that. Uh, quite a few good actors. It's, I actually like this movie more than most people. I think most people have a problem with it because it's doing the same thing that's been done many times before. But I think it's done pretty effectively, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah I like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ritual came out this year. We talked about that last week. Did we talk about it on the podcast? I might have talked about it on the podcast. Probably did. Probably did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> English horror film. Uh, people have heard my view on it. Haruka, how did you like the ritual? I really liked it, I think. I mean, yeah, it's it's uh, it's not, you know, one of my absolute favorite film of all time, but it was enjoyable. Um, and I appreciate the... The acting was okay, I mm. thought. Um, for the most part, it was pretty decent. Um, and yeah, like, creature design was great. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. So it. that film stuck with me more than I thought it would. There mm. are images from that film that I want to go back and not spoil for people, but get them mm-hmm. to watch. And, um, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, uh, Split came out this year, the M Night Shyamalan uh, movie, oh, yeah. which had one of my favorite. <laughs> I've rarely been as excited as I was then in the finale of that film. That's probably the most excited anybody uh. has ever seen me as Ali and Katie in the last minute of that movie, uh. for reasons mm. that I won't disclose for spoilers. I really have to watch that one. Yeah. Um, the Babysitter, which I've been talking about a lot on this podcast because it just went to Netflix. I had a fucking ball with this film <laughs> and I really want to watch it again. Unfortunately, my um, schedule's too packed with movies for our podcast, but uh, really love it. Love it, love it, love it. 
Uh, other films I haven't seen, so stop me if you have seen any of these, Ruka or Tamara. Phoenix Forgotten, uh, He's Out There, The Bye Man, Wish Upon, Gerald's Game, Jigsaw, which is coming, uh, Amateville, The Awakening, Keep Watching, which is about to come out, Mother, um, which we really need to go and see. Mm-hmm. Darren Aronofsky, Tamara, got to see it. Um, and then we've also got upcoming films like Creep 2, The Evil Within, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, which is the new one from the director of The Lobster. Mm. I really mm, want to see that. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tragedy Girls, and there's a new Hellraiser film coming out. What about oh, wow. Wait, wait. Why is not a ghost story on that list? I think a ghost story is not a spooky film. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 don't do it. But it says a ghost don't story. Don't <laughs> do it, buddy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah it's, it's been a great year for horror there's actually a lot more I've showed stuff at our first one in LA which are weird little there's a Spanish film called We Are The Flesh which is fucking crazy um, there's a lot of films from the end of last year as well I really like The Autopsy of Jane Doe um, I think that's a great film uh, it's been a really good time for horror last couple of years actually I have to say I have to say um, right we're going to do a mid-tour outro right now, which is because we know nobody listens to the end of the podcast where you tell them where you can go and support you because I don't. I tune out. I stop the <laughs> podcast as soon as it gets to the end. So we shove it right in the middle so you can't get away from it. Uh, if you head on over to wearegeeks.com, just wearegeeks.com, then you can branch out from there to all our social medias. You can email us directly through there or if you don't want to, then you can just email us by typing mail at wearegeeks.com. Uh, and you can also then go to the iTunes where you can sign up to our podcasts uh, we have horror podcasts that go up every single Friday. We've done all the Friday the 13th films, done all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, we've done all the invas- Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That's the word. Um, we've done all of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre films. We are doing Child's Play right now. Um, or Sorry, we're literally about to start doing Child's Play. And we've also done some other ones. We've done Danny Boyle films. We've done Star Wars, uh, which we're doing right now in the lead up to The Last Jedi. Too many, too much content. And then this every single Tuesday. You can also branch out to our Twitch channel where we have some stuff and we'll be continuing to put new stuff up on. Um, and yeah, other fun stuff like that. And if you want to head out then from weirdgeeks.com, you can check out our publisher, which is linkable through that site, just to weirdtessellate.com. And that is our production company. Me and Tamara Oshida run it. Hello. Out of LA, London, and Tokyo. And it is about making feature films. Uh, we just made our first feature film called Starfish. We've got some new feature films in production right now. And we'll be sharing details about that on our website and on this podcast. Um, I haven't done an update in a while, so quick update. We are in the process of applying to festivals right now with the first film started. Yay! Uh, Yay! And it's very nearly done. The film's not quite done. We're actually doing work prints right now for festivals, but it'll be done in about a month and a half, and then we can all move on with our lives. I'm very oh, excited about this film. I'm very excited. I have to say, so there are a few elements in this film. I've had my ups and downs for sure. But there are a few <laughs> elements right now that have come through with this film that's got me revitalized again. Um, and I'm quite excited. I'm definitely excited to start sharing it just to be like, we're done with it and just get it out there and just see if people like it or hate it or what they do and don't like about it. Because yeah. I feel hopefully there'll be bits that you like, even if you hate the whole thing mm-hmm. and probably vice versa. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any one feeling, hopefully. No. <laughs> well, I love it. Period. But. <sighs> yeah. Well, you're impartial. Yeah, well, so, you know. yeah. True. I agree. Um, so yeah, we are geeks.com. That's where you can find all of our stuff. All right. Now. Now. Shall we talk about some Netflix horror? Because uh, I did some research. Okay. We said flying from place to place before we get into releases, box office, and then we can get out of here and eat those noodles that are mm. looking at us. Uh, if you guys, I don't know if you guys have noticed anything else on Netflix that you want to recommend, but I've come up with a list of 15 films 
on each, USA and the UK. Some are repeated, obviously, but surprisingly, not many. Hmm. Surprisingly, have very different things. So if you're listening to us in the USA, these are my personal top picks of the films that you should watch on Netflix over the Halloween season. Um, I recommend all of these movies to different degrees. Um, I haven't necessarily tried to go for the most obscure ones because it's not that much great horror on US or UK Netflix. Um, so I've just gone for the good ones that there are. I would recommend in the US, The Babysitter, as we've just said. Watch this film. A lot of fun. Uh, I would recommend Raw, which is another great film that came out this year or last year. French film. Really fucking nasty. A lot of people are worried about this film, how nasty it is, because famously people threw up in cinemas when Mm -hmm. it was shown. It's not that bad. Like, honest (laughs) to God, I watched it waiting for the nasty bit to kick in, and it never really happened. Uh, The Cube trilogy is up on US Netflix right now. Mm. The Cube 1 is fantastic. Cube 2 is okay. Cube 3 is not worth watching at all. Um, but definitely watch Cube One. It's a really great little indie film. Mm. It follows is up on USA Netflix. Uh, I'm a big fan of this one. Haruko, you're a bit less. Mm. Uh, Tamara shaking his head. He hated it. <laughs> Didn't hate it. It was just yeah. <laughs> For me, it's the closest we've got to a proper successor to Halloween in terms of how it's shot. It's very mm. very elegant. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil is on oh. USA Netflix. One of my favorite horror comedies. That's great. That's yeah, you're a great film, yeah. yeah so cool film. Uh, Train to, to Busan, which oh. we heard about earlier. One of Haruka's very favorites. Mm. USA Netflix. 13 Cameras. So we saw this at Fright Fest a few years ago called Slumlord. Our dear friend and occasional guest of the podcast, Shallon Holder, was at one point going to be in this movie, but then didn't <laughs> for <laughs> reasons of her own yeah, conflict. Um, I like this film more than I think people think. I'm only really calling it out because it's a decent movie. And I think everyone overlooks it, so you should check it out. But it's been renamed to 13 Cameras, which I think is a pretty bad name. Uh, the Awakening with Rebecca Hall. This is a good one for if you're not into really scary movies. It's kind of like yeah, like the others sort of style. Um, it's old-fashioned English horror. Mm. Um, but really, I actually really like this one. Normally, I don't like safe horror. I find it just boring. But Rebecca Hall is fantastic. Um, is it is Rebecca Hall I'm thinking of, isn't it? Um, hang on one second. I just make this noise until I find the right time. I'm getting all of my favorite actresses mixed up. No, it's Rebecca Hall. Dominic West is in it as well. Oh, Dominic West. Oh. Um, it's a really good film. Highly recommend it uh, for showing to people who don't normally like horror films. Uh, the Troll Hunter is a great mm. uh, Norwegian found footage uh, movie. Lots of fun. The director for that went on to do the autopsy of Jane Doe. Uh, Christie, which is only available on US on Netflix. Um, I really like this film a lot. It's a sort of home invasion slasher film. It's not the absolute best. It's frustratingly shy of being a really great film. Um, but I've watched it a couple of times. Tamara, you watched it with me yeah. recently. Yeah, it's the one with the girl when she stays at the school and everyone goes home for holidays. And then this group of people with like tinfoil masks oh, yeah, come into yeah, the school yeah. and start chasing her around and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like this one. Yeah. The Transfiguration, another great film that came out this year. It's kind of like Let the Right One In meets Moonlight, but without the production values of either. Uh, but really good at acting. It's a real indie <laughs> That's film. A very good description. Man. That's yeah. literally what it is. It's literally that. It is Moonlight meets Let the Right One In. They even have lots of nods to Let the Right One In on purpose, like they talk about the, the film. Uh, yeah, at our festival we showed in LA, this was a lot of people's, out well, of their two favorite films in the festival. Mm. Um, recommend it. 
and an easy watch as well, not too spooky. Uh, the Host, which is a great uh, Korean monster movie. Uh, good fun. Monsters is on US Netflix at the moment, which isn't really a horror film, but I have to call it out because it's one of my favorite films of all time. Mm-hmm. And my last couple of choices for the US is Hush, which is another Netflix movie, um, which is another one you've seen, Tamara. Mm-hmm. So it is a great high concept slash of home invasion, sorry, home invasion slash of film about a dude who comes to a house and the girl uh, with a mask, a mask killer basically comes to the house and the girl is deaf. Yeah. So the good host. acting. Yeah. Yeah. Nice use of a very small location. Yep. Uh, very solid direction. Mm-hmm. And then Cult of Chucky and Curse of Chucky. They're the new two Chucky films. And mm-hmm. in a double bill, I would actually recommend them. If you've enjoyed anything to do with Child's Play before, these two are pretty cool. Um, in the UK, the only crossovers are The Babysitter. It follows Tucker and Dale versus Evil and Hush. Everything else is different. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is the problem. And that's why you have to fly from place to place, Tamara. Netflix mm. has a list that says Halloween picks. Ignore this. Ours is the only list you need, Tamara. <laughs> which includes Death Note. Yeah, fuck so, that. Yeah. That's why you <laughs> want to ignore <laughs> their list. <laughs> <laughs> We've watched that shit, so you don't have to. Uh, Cabin in the Woods is on UK Netflix. Mm. Great fun. Uh, the Evil Dead remake which is one of my absolute favorite. If you get over yourself for not liking remakes, it's a fantastic movie. Um, Freddy vs. Jason, which is if you want a party film, it's a great party film. Uh, the Descent, one of my favorite horrors of all time. Paranormal Activity 3. There are the other Paranormal Activity films on here. That's the one that you want to watch. It's the best Paranormal Activity movie. Um, it's very funny. It's done by the guys that did Catfish. February which I think got then renamed to something else. Um, it's a good one. It's got Emma Roberts in it. It's a little, it's a creepy drama. Um, much more sophisticated than most horror. A good one, again, if you're not into nasty horror. Green Room, which is from the director of Blue Ruin. Um, it was one of the last films by Anton Yelchin, and it's got Imogen uh, Poots in it. Um, and it's really good. It's really, really good. It's also got, what's his name? Patrick Stewart is in it as well. Uh, Rogue is in here from the director of Wolf Creek. This is a good crocodile movie. It's probably the only good crocodile movie, to be honest. And then the last three, we've got The Neon Demon, which is a controversial choice. Ruki, you hate this film. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it either. Okay. Uh, I don't... I love things about it, and then I hate mm-hmm. things about it. But it's interesting enough that I, I like it, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Um, a weird type of horror movie, though. And then the last couple, we've got Night of the Comet, which I only recently came across um, recently. Um, and it's a strange little 80s gem that is very strange and fun. And I'd <laughs> recommend it. It's it's girls go shopping in a mall when there's a zombie apocalypse going on. <laughs> oh, that it's, sounds brilliant. It's fun. I like it. And the last one I'd recommend, let the right one in on the UK Netflix whoop, whoop. right now. There are official... 15 films on each region of Netflix that you should be watching over the Halloween season. Um, and it's all for free if you signed up. So you get like loads of great content. Mm. Lucky people. Lucky, lucky people. So, all right. Let's move out of Halloween for a second and see what the world's giving us in terms of releases. We're in England. So you know what that means for us this week? Thor Ragnarok is coming out. Yeah. Um, America's not getting it until next week. I had scheduled for next week because Katie's flying in next week. <laughs> and we're going to go and see this together. And now we I'm like, fuck, together. it's coming out this week. Uh, directed by Taika Waititi, who uh, directed Hunt for the Wilder People, directed a bunch of Flight of the Concords. 
um, starring Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo, Tom, Tom Hiddleston, Kate Blanchett, Idris Elba, Jeff Goldblum, Carl Urban, Anthony Hopkins, Benedict Cumberbatch. Lots of people. Wow. wow. Lots of great people. Marvel. That's what happens. Huh. Uh, Thor is imprisoned on the other side of the universe and finds himself in a race against time to get back to Asgard to stop Ragnarok, the destruction of his homeworld, and the end of the Asgardian civilization at the hands of an all-powerful new threat, the Ruthless Healer. That's one sentence they've managed to do that in. Lots of comments. <laughs> well done. I've heard good reviews. Some people are loving it. Most reviewers I trust are saying it's definitely the best Thor film. It's a lot of fun, but arguably too much fun. There's too many jokes for when some serious moments would have been appreciated um, and that it should have just been a Planet Hulk movie. Um, but I'm still looking forward to that movie. You want to go see Thor? No? Anybody? Yep. Yeah? I Tamara do. Uh, you're right. Who yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, you're yeah, not, yeah. not coming. Jigsaw. Okay. That's coming out in the UK and the US. Uh, directed by Michael Spierig and Peter Spierig, who previously directed Undead, Daybreakers, and Predestination. They're actually people who come to Fright Fest quite often. Starring Matt Passmore, Tobin Bell, he is back, Callum, Keith, Rene, Hannah, Emily, and Anderson. Bodies are turning up around the city, each having met a uniquely gruesome demise. As the investigation proceeds, evidence points to one suspect, John Kramer, the man known as Jigsaw, who has been dead for 10 years. For 10 years? Did you say you watched the, the Saw movies? I watched the first four, I think. Mm. Right. right. Yeah, it's going to have to take really good reviews for me to go and see this one. Mm. I'll be honest. Because I'm all up for seeing Toby Bell again, but I don't get how, I don't get how you bring him back. Mm-hmm. It's so... They really wrote themselves into a bad plot <laughs> <laughs> with that first movie. Yeah. Uh, Suburbicon. Directed by George Clooney, starring Matt Damon, Julian Moore, Oscar Isaac. A home invasion rattles a quiet family town. That's the full synopsis <laughs> on IMDb. Um, oh, it was written by the Coen brothers. As well. Yeah, directed by George Clooney. Yes. How do you guys feel about this movie? Interested? I don't know. It looks good. But I remember watching one of George Clooney's movies and didn't really like it. So... Mm. Yeah, I'm yeah. skeptical. Mm. I think he's a mixed director. Like he does occasionally, like Good Night, Good Luck was a great film, but then mm. he's done other ones which are like mm, too much just him hanging out with his friends having fun. Mm. Mm. Exactly. It's kind of how this looks to me. And the trailer is yeah. so long for some reason. Yeah, yeah. it feels so long. And it doesn't really give much. No. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about this. This yeah. looks like another one of those. Like we've mm. seen him, them all do it before. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get Coen Brothers. Yeah, and you get Matt Damon and you get George Clooney. Yeah. like, I know yeah. what we're getting. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Directed by uh, Jason Hall. He's an actor. This is his first directorial debut. Starring Miles Teller, Haley Bennett, Keisha Castle-Hughes, Amy Schumer. A group of US soldiers returning from Iraq struggle to integrate back into family and civilian life while living with the memory of a war that threatens to destroy them long after they've left the battlefield. Um... You see the trailer to this one? Yeah. yeah. I like the look of it. Yeah. Yeah. I like the fact that it's a, it, it's a war movie, but it's not a war movie. It's very yeah. much focused yeah. on the uh, afterwards. Yeah. I like Miles Teller a lot. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, he's good. a really good, really good actor. Yeah. He's mm. the lead in... Um, Whiplash. Yeah. 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 And yeah, Fantastic Four. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm kind of. It's one of those films I probably won't go to cinema to see, but I'll watch it when it's. Yeah. Is it, I think it's it's going to be a good um, airplane movie. Oh. You know, to watch on. Is that an insult or is it? You'll watch it when it's fed to you and you've got nowhere else to go. <laughs> you're trapped with strangers. Pretty much. So we're in the week, and this is the week that in popular culture, people have been heralding throughout most of the year. I don't know if you guys know about this, but if you're a geek, this is it. This is the week where there is so much content that people have been going crazy about. So we've already had Thor Ragnarok is out this week in the UK. Jigsaw mm -hmm. is out this week. Mm -hmm. If you come into Netflix, Stranger Things season two uh, is coming out this week. Uh, uh, let me go through this list and then we can pick it apart. Assassin's Creed Origins is coming to video games. Uh -huh. Wolfenstein 2 is coming to video games. And Super Mario Odyssey, the first 3D proper open world Mario game hmm. since Sunshine. But if not, we can go with Galaxy. But in a long, long, long time, this is the first big proper Mario game. It's a huge, huge, huge fucking week for wow. stuff to be doing. So, we've already talked about Thor. We've talked about Jigsaw. Haruka, you're a Stranger Things fan. I am indeed. Are you excited for season two? Very much so. Very much so. What are you hoping for for season two? Though? Like, what do you want it to do? Um, I'll just be happy if they did the same thing and I get to binge watch everything. Just like mm -hmm. a new mystery? and. Yeah, I mean... The do you want last it to be different season... though or do you want it to be... I don't mind elements. either way. I think it'll be good either way. If it's, it. but I mean, they have to deal with the whole like, you know, um, stuff. you know that stuff. Yeah, we're trying to not know. do spoilers. <laughs> so yeah, I'm yeah. still not at the end of season one. So I've got are you not really? Oh. It's a good, good. Uh, Did good you watch Halloween? No. The most strange things. No, hmm. I'm just not big fan of watching kids. No. So okay. I mean, it's on my list, but I just kind of... It's good, though. Never it's thought again, just try the first episode. All this it, yeah. bullshit of, well, until you get to episode three, just watch the first episode. Even so watch the first I 15 know, minutes. I know. I don't like kids, takes. okay? I admit, I don't like kids. You know the writers, in it? Okay. <laughs> if I didn't have to watch Revenge of the Sith tonight, <laughs> I would <laughs> say we should watch some TV stuff together. Um, uh, yeah, I actually just got Stranger Things on Blu-ray in America because they did a limited VHS like special box thing oh, that comes cool. in. Oh, that's cool. Pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, good idea. Even though I haven't, I'm not the biggest fan of the show, but I was like, <laughs> I want this cool VHS box. <laughs> um, we've got Assassin's Creed Origins. So Tamara, you're not really a gamer. No. But you have played yourself some Assassin's Creed. I have. And whenever you're staying at my house in LA and I leave you alone for long enough, I come into a room and Assassin's Creed is what's <laughs> up on the screen. Yes. Or you're asleep. One of the two things. Yes. <laughs> I just like being sneaky. <laughs> you do. Um, so you don't... You, and you play the iPad Assassin's game quite a bit. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. So this is the 20th mainline Assassin's Creed game. So that wow. doesn't oh, include wow. iPad, iPhone games, subsidiary things, pachinko machines, any of that bullshit. Pachinko machines. This is the 20th one, which is crazy. But they took a year off to try and give people a breather because they've been doing one a year mm -hmm. for ages. Um, or at least one a year. But last year they put out the movie instead because they were hoping that would keep the excitement. Backfired them a little bit. Origins is set in ancient Egypt. It's mm -hmm. actually the most revitalized the series has been in a long time. It's mm -hmm. uh, been developed mostly for the new Xbox One X, which is coming out in a few weeks, and the PlayStation 4 Pro. So it's super beautiful, mm -hmm. all in 4K, HDR. Mm -hmm. um, and there's more RPG elements that have been ingested into it. 
it's yeah like a lot of people are very excited about this game from what i've seen about it it's the closest i am to excited about an assassin's creed game but i'm still a mm. bit bored of the formula to be honest i will okay. get it and try it out i'm more excited just to walk around ancient egypt because it's a world i've never seen really in a video game done properly yeah tamro does this pique your interest at all not really okay let's move on <laughs> i think i just like urban cities oh. that's what i like like it doesn't yeah I like sort of hiding behind buildings and shadows and and this feels very open mm. and uh, that's <laughs> not what I like I, I don't need to get back to the the wilderness or like feel have the have the sort of need to go back into the forest or you know right. that kind of stuff and that you doesn't probably, really interest me you can probably hide under a camel or something like yeah. yeah pyramid yeah yeah Sphinx. no well I'll be interested you can play as a bird does that interest you? It's pretty cool. No. All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we'll see. Because I'll have no. it here. You can try. Come on. No. You try. Look. Come on. Mm, no. All right. No. Uh, we've got Wolfenstein. Okay, maybe. Two, <laughs> the new Colossus. The sequel to the uh, surprise hit, Wolfenstein 1. Great developer. Um, really great game. Everyone's very excited about this one. But, of course, the big one is Super Mario Odyssey on the Switch. Boop. If you don't own a Switch yet, oh my god, so many great games. Just between this and Zelda, that's all you need, but there's so many, so many good games. Um, and this Super Mario looks fantastic. I haven't been excited about a Mario game in 15 years, probably, or something like that. And this looks to be the one. Wow. I told you guys wow. what. Wow. You can, so you have like the whole mechanic with it, because Nintendo is so smart are just coming up with a good little mechanic each time to change the whole game around with and it never breaks the game it always does something fresh with it mm-hmm. um, in Galaxy it was a little planet so you'd always run around so each level was basically a planet that you had mm-hmm. to solve in Sunshine it was the water pack Mario had on his back which would affect things and you could spray things with in this one it's Cappy so you get a cap and you can throw it and if anything doesn't have a cap you can possess it basically much like mm. the villain in James Bond yeah kind of but it stays on someone in a nice way but you can become people dinosaurs uh you can become any of the enemies in the game you can become a rock (laughs) you can just like throw your cap and attach the things and become something else in the game Hmm. um and the game design to the levels look fantastic it's really really beautifully beautifully done um crazy excited for it. our friend lee got a press copy uh, oh, over like oh, two weeks ago and I'm pissed yeah it should <laughs> Did be you hear that Lee yeah god damn you Lee I can tell you that there will be a lot more Mario stuff in the next few years leading up to the 2020 Tokyo Olympics oh right of oh, course oh yes of course. yeah that's a good point we'll get lots of the Mario Olympics for sure because mm-hmm. they do have those Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games <laughs> yes they do <laughs> Um, so yeah big big week I'm most excited for sure for Super Mario Odyssey cannot wait to play that game Um, Blu-ray's out this week very quickly Uh, The Mummy is on 4K that's the new Tom Cruise one sorry this is in the UK Cult of Chucky is out Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 2 the US is getting Annabelle Creation uh, Personal Shopper which Criterion are putting out Haruka you saw that with me yeah 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 you guys all liked it I was the most down on it yeah I liked it Cool. you didn't well, I was just watching Kristen Stewart on a phone texting for an hour and a half. And wasn't. <laughs> uh, Dave Made a Maze, uh, which is a very weird little kooky film um, worth checking out. An Inconvenient Sequel, Truth to Power, is also coming out. The Muji Movie is coming to 4K. And War for the Planet of the Apes is coming to 4K. Um, really great movie. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. One of my favorites of the year. 
um, one of those rare blockbusters for me, you know, where it balances yeah. out yeah, heart good. and action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We watched it together. Yeah, we yeah. did. That is it. They are all of the things that are happening this week. Not enough. Um, sarcasm. So very quickly, <laughs> top twenty box office because I want to get to noodles. There's too much quiet. <laughs> At number 20 in the box office is Loving Vincent. Number 19 is Battle of the Sexes. Number 18 is The Florida Project. 17 is Golmal again. 16 is Marshall. 15 is My Little Pony, the movie. 14 Mm. is the Lego Ninjago movie. 13, yeah, Ah. it's not doing great. 13 is Victorian Abdul. 12 is Same Kind of Different as Me. 11 is The Mountain Between Us. 10 is Kingsman, The Golden Circle. 9 is American Maid. Number eight, new in. And this is obviously the American box office, clearly. The Snowman with three and a half million dollars. Number seven, It. Number six, The Foreigner. Number five, Only the Brave. I spent that to debut higher. That's the one about the firefighters based on true story. Very American movie. Uh, The top four movies in America right now, last weekend. Number four, Blade Runner 2049. Uh, it has officially bombed, but it has managed to accrue 74 million overall. So it's it's from 150 million budget. So oh. not done well. Uh, number three is Happy Death Day, uh, which I believe last week was actually number one. Uh, number two, Geostorm. You <laughs> fucking idiots! What are you doing? Just go home and watch Netflix. Don't. It's no need for that. Um, Oh, number one, Tyler Perry's Boo 2, A Maddie Halloween. Oh. This is, oh, come on, guys. I mean, to be fair, number one film, 21 million. Number two film, 13 million. We've had openings this year where number one film had 110 million. Right. So these aren't impressive figures. Uh, it's been a dwindling couple of weekends, I think, at the box office. But still, you could be doing better things with your time <laughs> and your money. <laughs> Please, have some dignity. Um, all right. Who's ready for some food? Yeah. Yeah. Are you? I'm very... Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, always. Okay. All right, cool. Let's do it. Uh, thank you very much for listening to a podcast. I've been your host. I'm Mr. Al White on the social medias and also on the video game consoles. If you want to play some things with me, then send me a little message and I probably will. <laughs> as long as you close the doors <laughs> and open the windows <laughs> in fucking Friday the 13th. <sighs> Otherwise, you're an idiot. Tam Rosita. So good to have you back, man. What? So good to have you, Batman. Thank you very much. He's saying he loves you. Well, well, yeah. We'll get you on another podcast where we're not talking about horror and video games and things. No. That. And I'll be more awake, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, how can people talk to you online? Uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, if you don't mind using Google Translate, you can find my blog in Japanese as well. Yeah, <laughs> but what, what's your handle? Uh, they're all in Tanroishida. T-A-N-R-O-H-I-S-H-I-D-A. Uh, my favorite's Instagram. I'm uh, ruka.haruka on Instagram, I think. Kay. And on Twitter, I'm Haruka Abe, I think. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Glad Very you know yourself. Um, we've said it before. People should check out your Instagram. Some beautiful photos. Oh, yeah. They are very beautiful. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. We Thank are back you. every single Thank Friday you. with our horror franchise. We're wrapping up Texas Chainsaw. So tune in for that. Uh, we're about to kick off our Star Wars one, so tune in for that. And next Tuesday, we'll be back with episode 84 of Geeks. We're out. Geeks. Geeks.